damn. It's really been two and a half months. My fault, gang. <laughs> uh, welcome. Long-awaited return. Thank you guys for your patience. We are back. And hopefully consistent again. Episode 35 of the Half and Half podcast is here. I am your host, Jeremiah Hargraves. And... Man, it's been a long wait. <laughs> um, we are back. We have returned. I hope you guys are doing well. I gotta get back into the swing of things, the flow. You know, I just, it feels very, I have like the rust I gotta get the the motions, the the feel for the game again, and yeah, it is good to be back. It was very tough to get back into it, to be real. I always had it in the back of my head, but then I would just be like, I know, <laughs> you know, you stop once or you lose consistency, and it's just. It's so hard to have that discipline to get back into it. But here we are now. And back. People usually say better than ever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's better than ever. It's the same old, same old. But it was amazing then. It's going to be amazing now. So, again, I hope you all are doing well. I hope the past two three months have been treating you well. I hope... Summer has been lots of fun for y'all and very intriguing and very much cool. Um, yeah, we're summer now. Last episode is in April. It's July. I like what? <laughs> we're in July now. I haven't talked to y'all since April. Mid-April. Shit's crazy, man. Shit is crazy. Well, we shall get back into the swing of things. And it's been a while. So, Refresher, the Half and Half podcast, hosted by Jeremiah Hargraves, has two segments. We have the first half of the podcast, which is going to be very lighthearted and us checking in with each other, you know, updates. So it's been two and a half months. Um, I have a good amount of updates, I hope. I'd be mad forgetful at times. Or maybe my life is boring. But I'm content with the boredom too because I can just do the same thing over and over again. But yeah, first half of the podcast, lighthearted, and then click intermission. And then the second half of the podcast, we'll be getting into a specific topic, a specific area of the show where we go more in depth and we learn more about a certain topic and how to deal with that certain topic or examples. You know, you feel, you love, 
me being all wise and introspective and stuff. So yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoy, and let's see if I still got it. I think I still do, um, but here we go. <laughs> so, hi guys, it's been a while. How am how are you guys doing? You guys doing well? You guys are out of school right now, hopefully, or maybe taking summer classes. Traveling, hopefully. Relaxing. Partying it up. Going to concerts, raves. Bars, clubs. Sporting events. You know? Cool. <laughs> um, no, but for real. I, myself, ooh-wee, so from April to now, um, your boy graduated college, um, woo, adulting, yeah, I have graduated with a bachelor's of science in biochemistry, <sighs> crazy, very much tough, Y'all heard how much I complained about it on here. And, yeah, I graduated. Um, after graduation, I had a lot of family in town. And it was amazing. They all came to support. I had a brunch, lunch, thingy. Then I went clubbing with my family and some friends. And it was all around good vibes. It was a, a very amazing night. And it was, you know, it had its fair share of ups and downs. Because the suffering never stops. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, even on that day. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that was still a wonderful day. Um, got to graduate with... Some of my close friends got to have good vibes and make a lot of good memories that day. So yeah, I graduated. And then right after that, right after that, a couple of days later, or a week later, I went to EDC. I fucking went to EDC, bro. All three days. Man, that was amazing. I... Oh, I'm I'm going again next year because of it. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, and a lot of fun. I didn't get to see all the artists that I I wanted to see though, which sucked. Um, but hopefully uh, next year I can make up for it and just have a good time again. But yeah, I met a lot of cool people at EDC. Hung out with a lot of cool people that I already know. You know, listened to a lot of great music. Had just an overall fun time. A uh, very much so needed time because, again, five years of stress and tough shit <laughs> from school. It was good to just relax and unwind and have a good time and listen to some good music. Like, bruh, loved it. Loved every moment of it. Um, can't wait for it again. And, yeah, uh, it was funny. Because 
before EDC, like the months before EDC, and even like the or yeah, just the, the months before EDC, I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to any raves. I'm just you know I'm just gonna go to EDC, and then I'm just gonna call it after that, and then be like, yeah, after EDC I'm done. Um, but I go to EDC. And then I'm just like, man, I'm going again. <laughs> I'm going again because I really want to go again. And it's so, yeah, worth it. If any of y'all are going, let me know. Yeah. Um. So after EDC, all three days at EDC, my body was shot. Like, done. I had to recover that week, that whole next week, um, and that kind of, unfortunately, fucked up with, like, my routines and such, and it very much so kind of just set me back regarding that, and that was the tough part, because... I was, like, very consistent with the gym and uh, routine with, like, my sleep schedule and with, like, morning and nightly routines and with how much I was eating. And, yeah, I went to EDC and was out to, like, 4 a.m. plus every night um, waking up mid-afternoon and that kind of sent me back. And I'm still, like, recovering in that aspect, too. Like, my root. I'm still trying to fix. I know, it's like a month later. But it's up and down. Because, like, I'll, I'll fix it some days. And then just one day where I'm inconsistent kind of just sets me back in total. Which <laughs> happens too much. Especially with my sleep schedule. Like, I was doing very well. Getting up earlier and earlier again. And I was like, this is very nice. And then I stay up till 4 a.m. one day. And then I'm just like, I can't get up at 9 a.m. right now. And it's summer. Like, I have no reasoning to get up at 9 a.m. Next thing you know, it's like noon, 1 p.m. And I'm just like, damn it. So it's just, I've been trying to work on having that discipline. Because it's like, I plan ahead for what I want to do in, in the morning, or try to do in the morning, and when the morning hits, and I'm like, st still tired and groggy, you know, all plans are thrown out the window. I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna wake up early, I'm gonna, you know, shower up, have a protein shake, you know, just go on a, go on a walk. To enjoy the nature before it gets too hot because we're in Vegas and it's, it's fucking 110 plus degrees and it's like, yeah, I can't go on a walk mid-afternoon anymore because I ain't trying to die. <laughs> so that that's the tough part. Um, and, you know, I have that plan. I have that routine. And I'm just like, the morning hits, I wake up and I'm just like, know what I want to do, but I don't want to do 
So, you know, just having that discipline with myself. I've been trying to work on that a lot. Um, slowly. It's like slowly, day by day. And I gotta, I just got to realize that it's not going to just flip the script. Because I've tried that too many times, too, when it comes to my routines. Like, when it comes to the waking up early and such. Like, okay, I'm going to go to bed very late one day. And then I'm going to wake up very early the next day. Fuck it. <sighs> don't, that don't work. Sometimes. Or it will like, work for one day. But then the next day, I'm just like, I can't do that again. <laughs> like, I'll go to bed. I'll go to bed very late one day. And I'll wake up early the next day. Stay up the whole day. Like, running on E. Um, empty. <laughs> running on empty. And... I'll go to bed earlier the next day, but I need, like, a, yeah, my body's trying to make up for all that extra sleep, so I'll sleep past the time that I'm trying to wake up, and it's just like, okay, I'm back to square one now, damn it, <laughs> so, and, you know, I'll be doing research on, like, sleep, and I have, like, oily skin, and I was, like, searching up, like, can my sleep schedule impact how oily my skin is, and, uh, the answer was yes, and I was like, damn it, I truly need to fix my sleep schedule now, I truly need to get eight hours every day, because, I, like, I have, I want to go to, like, a spa to get, like, a facial, because my pores help, <laughs> help, <laughs> please, I mean, like around, especially by the like the nose and the the bridge up to the like this, whatever the part of your head is like between your eyebrows, yeah, that that part, slay, uh-huh. um, I, yeah, um, oily skin, um, I've been using a lot of CeraVe products. I'm like giving you y'all like the insight, in like info on that i mean actually this is how it was before so eh, we're back in it i'm so comfortable with y'all oh my gosh <laughs> um but uh yeah cerave products i haven't really seen any changes but it's been like maybe a month don't i gotta like use it for like at least like 90 days right and I've heard that somewhere. I think my mom told me that. I don't know how true that is, but I shall trust. Um, I'm going through these updates really quick. See, my life truly be boring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, and this is all service level stuff so far. Um, what else? I watched Transformers. Loved it inner child healed <laughs> Transformers is such a good movie I loved it for real um what else have I done I hung out with family when they were out here good vibes I went to a day club and saw John Summit yesterday no, I don't know my my days. It was not yesterday. It was a couple days ago. <laughs> well, yeah, I went to a day club. 
amazing. It was the first time at that day club. I liked it a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that's great. The two and a half months. The rest of the time, I've just been playing a lot of Genshin Impact. Listening to lots of music. And watching anime. That's been the cycle. That and the occasional birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I guess. I kind of just. Went over the surf level stuff. But to go more in depth on. How your boy is really doing. Um, overall. I would say I'm in a good spot right now. Um, um, the topic I have for today um, kind of goes into how I've been throughout the past two and a half months. Um, so I will try my best to, you know, split the two. So, I mean, I, I'm, it may pop up during this segment, which is all right. Um, I'll just act like it's normal thing and then I'll bring it up later and be like ah that's the topic (laughs) Uh, but yeah so throughout the past two and a half months you know there's the the ups and downs of life and you know that's the beauty of it because growth isn't linear life isn't linear Um, we all have the stuff that we go through and the stuff that we grow through so there's a lot of that a lot of introspection on my end on the things I want to do for the summer and you know the person that I am trying to become and it's been very enlightening but very tough as well um there have been a lot of days throughout those these past two two and a half months where it's just like I need a break from the mental and emotional hardships that life has to offer but you know there are times where it's just like there's no time for a break bro or um, it's what god offers or universe whoever you follow um or if you follow anyone um for me god like god testing me and throwing me all these curveballs and all these things in life so it's um a very how do I say this? It's been very mm, essential to my growth as a person, and I guess I wouldn't have it any other way, even though. There are some days where I would want to have it another way. So it's kind of hypocritical, but mm, yeah, yeah. But just working on my anxiety, like figuring out ways to cope with anxiety. And when it comes to having like expectations or you know, setting, setting those standards, um, boundaries have been very important for me, uh, recent, because I, as a, uh, 
how do I a former people pleaser or learning how to not people please as often you know boundaries were kind of a non-existent thing for me I've brought this up before but again this is going to be months maybe years it's not because I spent decades like this <laughs> so months years longer you know to rewire my mainframe on how to set those boundaries and how to you know be assertive and how to um not be a doormat yeah not be a doormat anymore so it's been very good um very uncomforting but that's the growth because again since i'm not used to this assertiveness of setting boundaries i'll set boundaries and be assertive with people and i'll feel hella guilty after like i did something wrong or is this like, am I overthinking? Am I overreacting? Um, but no, it's just me not being used to doing stuff like that. Which, you know, that's going to be a normal thing for the for the while. Um, but, you know, with time, uh, it definitely helps. Uh, and, and, like, another thing with those boundaries is, like, through the phone, too. Uh, how do I explain it? How do I word? Actually, I have become good friends with my block button. <laughs> yeah, that I have become good friends with my block button. Um, you know, if you got to, you need to. You know, like just do it. If I had to block some people that I didn't want to be around anymore, uh, didn't want to be friends with anymore. Um, I set those boundaries with myself about like, okay, I don't want to be friends with them anymore. I don't want to set that boundary anymore. And Or, let me reword that. I don't want to be around them anymore. I got to set that boundary on them. And then after a while, it's like I have their social media still. And I'm just like, what's the point, you feel? You feel? It's just like, what's the point? And I just... um lead with that and end up just feeling better very much better at first it's a huge because yeah i say i've become like good friends with my block button but uh it's not like i'm just like very much so oh we're best friends i could just block anyone easily like you you fuck with me once and you're gone type shit which Honestly, I can thoroughly respect people that do that because they know their self-worth. Like, love that. If if you're the type of person that's like, you only get one strike and you, you used your one strike, you're done type shit, man, I can learn a lot from you. Because that's 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 raw. That's that's real. That's 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 fire. That's that's alpha energy, bro. That's alpha energy. Like yeah, <laughs> um, because again, recovering people pleaser. Um, for me, it's like twenty strikes, <laughs> or it was twenty strikes. <laughs> I'm uh, over exaggerating, of course, but 
you know, it's uh, very similar to that. Um, so, you know, I, I'll use my block button, and for the first couple of minutes to hours, I'll be like, and then after, I'll be like, man, that was nothing. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of being proud of myself, inner monologue. That's that's the huge thing, huge thing I've been trying to work on myself. And again, um, since it's been decades of me talking, yeah, or decade plus, because I'm only 22. Me saying decade is like the math ain't mathing, <laughs> um, of just being very harsh on myself and being very negative, down talk, um, you know. Me and my friend will be like, oh, there's, how do I wear this? It's just like, there's no person who's as hard on me than me, like, type shit. And it's like, that's real. It's like, there are people who are hard on me and push me and motivate me and inspire me in that way. But then there's me, and it's just like, hounding, 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 hounding. So it's just like, I'm working on that. And I've been doing a great job, like, honestly. And, again, it's going to take months and years to get it to where I want to be. But I've made so much progress with that, so it's fire. That shit's, shit's sexy, bro. Um, You know, I could just talk to myself and be like, I'm proud of you, man. You're doing a great job. You know, that's, that's amazing. Like, I love that about myself now. I, I used to have a hard time doing that. Or I would just do that so rarely, or I just feel so forced at times to, f- for I guess, f- yeah, force that out. But now it doesn't feel like I'm forcing it because it's like I'm genuinely proud of myself and I'm genuinely thankful for me being able to feel certain emotions, to communicate to myself, communicate with others, to take these major steps, these minor steps, and, you know... Anything of those sorts that I am doing for myself, I am always reminding myself of how proud I am of myself and how grateful and thankful for I am of myself. You know, I'll make mistakes. There are days where shit hits the fan and, you know, I always remind myself that that is okay. That is fine because I know better now. And before, I'd be like, why the fuck would, Jeremiah, you you can't do that. Like, man, you're fucking up. (laughs) Man. But now, that really happens. There are days where that happens. And, again, since I'm still learning, I'll fall into that some days. And then after, I'll realize that I was, like, being very harsh on myself. And then I'll take the time to apologize and, you know, understand why. I do that because it's kind of ingrained in me now and I'm trying to like ungrain it (laughs) or rewire it (laughs) and uh, improve upon it. So again, not trying to be hard on myself with that. And, but there are some days that, you know, you can't help it. It's like a natural thing, especially like when shit is hitting the fan from all directions and you're dealing with traumatic responses, you know, you, you, you'll you go back to what is comfortable. Because I was having 
um, that uh, uh, a couple days ago, a couple days ago, I was being, I was feeling very insecure, um, which is, oh, I'll get back to that, yeah, I was feeling very insecure, and then I was being very hard on myself for feeling insecure, and, you know, complaining to myself about being insecure, and, you know, kind of just, kind of just like whining to myself about being insecure, when, in hindsight, you know, that's a normal thing, you know, um, insecurities aren't normal things, and not to like downplay or invalidate, but it's just like, um, I do the opposite when I'm being hard on myself, instead of downplaying it, like, I kind of exaggerate or hyperbolize it, um, like, making it the main focus, highlighted, underlined, italicized, and bold, all of it, you name it, so it's just, like, those, in me being insecure was the main forefront of my main thought process about me for, like, the next, that, for, like, an hour, for, like, an hour of me just, like, knowing that I'm being insecure, talking down to myself about being insecure, trying to find ways to not be insecure, when what worked was me, you know, admitting those insecurities, admitting the anxiety, and just letting it pass, like feeling it, letting it pass, you feel? Rather than just like, I need to not be insecure, I need to not be insecure, why are you insecure, Jeremiah? You know, like, stuff like that. That stuff that I've been so used to for years, and I'm just, again, trying to revert that, and rewire it so I can treat myself with kindness and grace. Um, but, yeah, um, it's been very insightful and very important to me. And I'm very great, again, very grateful for, um, is happening and I truly appreciate where I am going when it comes to that um yeah the inner mon the inner monologue has been very tough um it's kind of very uh to constantly keep track of it you know it is draining and I feel like that's how I'm working on it. There are probably better ways, but I'm kind of just like seeing myself in that third person perspective while I'm talking to myself. And as soon as I like, as soon as I say something negative or I'm about to say something negative, I'll be like, Jeremiah, you, and I'll cut it there. And then, you know, I'll have that inner monologue with myself. I'll be like, no, do not call yourself a name. A derogatory name. Um, I understand that you, you know, you feel this heavy and darker emotion um, because this happened, but it's okay. You know better now, and I'm proud of you for understanding your mistake and for wanting to improve upon it. But there are different ways to go about it. <laughs> so. Um, and then I'll just apologize to myself and be like, I'm sorry for, you know, for lashing out, uh, you know, I'll try my best to not let it happen again, and then move forward, so, 
but that can be very draining too, especially on the days where on the the days that it's a struggle because I there have been days where I'm like you know constantly con- trying to you know catch myself in that act and it would just be like negative thought cut off okay negative thought cut off okay negative thought uh, cut off okay and it's like damn damn like I would love to let my thought process like flow but if it's detrimental to my health you know it's like a double-edged sword because it's like if I just keep cutting off cutting off cutting off it's just like that's also very detrimental to my mental health at least because it's just like stop go stop go stop go you know so yeah that's been um very important to me and I've been working on that, you know, the anxieties, the insecurities, the inner monologue, um, and it really has been a doozy, quite a doozy, but we fancy the the experience that life has to offer, <laughs> and I keep going, so, yeah, and with that... Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Y'all, what else? Tell me what I have gone through, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, the, the the improvements of, you know, acknowledging one's self-worth, self-respect, self-love. It comes with the setting of the boundaries, being assertive, you know, not letting shit fly sometimes. And that's real. Again, it's just, you know, there's so many times where I'll just keep my head down. But sometimes I gotta speak up for myself. And there's that, there is that huge part of me that truly wants to speak up for myself. And it's my pride. My pride. My ego sets the standard. And my pride reacts to if the standard is met or not, you know? So... It's a beautiful thing, wanting to stand up for myself. And, you know, I can say I'm very proud of myself for wanting to stand up for myself. Because it's been so many years of not doing that. So, no more being a doormat. Day by day. (laughs) Because if I could just flip that script, um, there are some days where I can, and there are some days where I can't. So, it's just over. I'm a work in progress. But even though I'm a work in progress, I have done so much work. And, you know, I am worth it and I am enough for whatever I, I want, desire, you feel? So, love it. Love it. Um, eh. Trusting my intuition more, that's been a huge thing too. Um, you know, having those feelings, trusting those gut feelings. Um, because again, there, there have been times where I've been around people and they've made me uncomfortable on spot, like right away. And it leads to, you know, me not having the answers all the time and that's okay. But also since I'm 
recovering as a people pleaser and having that anxiety and stuff, you know, answers would be great. Um, so I can see both sides. Um, but learning to be okay with not having answers, been a doozy, been a fun one, and it's been great. Because they're, you know, again, like I said, I am having that self-awareness and I'm catching myself in those acts where I'm just like, I must know, I must know. And I'll be like, dude, you don't need to know. You're just very anxious right now and the uncertainty and the fear of the unknown comes in. And because you have that fear of the unknown and the uncertainty and the lack of trust within yourself or with the other person, you have the anxiety and want to know and find answers so you can have that clarity so you're not... Um, anxious and you have certainty bam like simple um and you know again easier said than done <laughs> day by day because there are some days where i do fold and allow myself to search for answers and most of the time they don't even really be helping i'll get answers of like shit that i've gone through and i'm just like did I really need this? Not really, but um, yeah. So those are my updates. <laughs> what are your updates? Tell me about it. I'm listening. You're married? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate you guys for listening to me rant about me uh let's take a quick break and yeah you know the deal we'll get into the the real deal let's make a deal shout out wayne brady i don't even know why i'm doing this but i just love that show i used to watch it all the time with my mom good memories if i had cable i'd probably be watching that still in the mornings <laughs> good vibes uh break time peace for now and we are back. Episode 35 of the Half and Half Podcast. With your boy, Jeremiah Hargraves. Oh my gosh, it is good to be back. You know, I just got back from intermission. And you know, I took a second, more than a second of course, to just assess how I did for the first half um obviously I didn't listen to the whole what are we at or like 40 minutes so far the whole 40 minutes so far but you know just running through my head you know what I talked about and how I how it was you know like not too not too shabby my man like a lot of in front of myself you know it feels good to be back um of course can you can always do better and we'll do better next week and the next week, and next week, and even if I don't do better the next week, you know, it's a learning moment, that's what we love, that's what we cherish, I'm on crackhead energy right now, but this is where I shine the brightest, <laughs> okay, um, so we are here, second half of the episode, um, I blanked, but um, we have the second half of the episode. I just said that. I brought up in the first part that it kind of pertains to what I've been going through over the past two and a half months, and very much so 
I do want to talk about it. Uh, way beyond that, three, four months ago, um, I posted on my Instagram topics that I had a list of topics, but I was like, all right, hey, friends, give me more ideas for topics, you know, just so I can be prepared. And if I was damn consistent with the past two and a half months, man, I would have blown by a lot of those topics by now. But your boy needs a, needed a break. Um, your boy got lazy and unmotivated, and that is okay. We're back here. Um, lesson learned. I know better now, but wouldn't have it, wouldn't have it any other way, I guess. Um, sure, yeah. So, uh, ooh. This is going to be, uh, this topic is kind of, hmm, shout out my friend who gave me the idea, appreciate her a lot, um, if you're listening to this, hello, <laughs> uh, if you're reading, <laughs> what was it, the Drake album, if you're reading this, is too late. <laughs> But uh, today's episode, we'll be talking about um, imposter syndrome or not or imposter syndrome and the like lack mindset. They kind of coincide, um, but there's I would say they're slightly different. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I am not a psychologist. Um, I am just someone who likes to be very introspective and has been through a lot of shit in life to where I know a good um, a little bit about a lot of things <laughs> yeah i think that's a, yeah that's a good way to put it um so imposter syndrome um to me uh that is like truly uh, truly i don't want it truly <laughs> see what I did there um imposter syndrome imposter syndrome so what i've gotten from that before uh is truly like when you kind of just don't feel you kind of invalidate yourself for where you're at in life yeah that's i feel like that's a good way to put it you don't feel um enough in an, a certain area or, you know, you really try to mask mm, any flaws and any um, things that you're trying to cover up regarding yourself. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's that, that feeling, that feeling of being anxious and trying, not trying, but having this viewpoint of not experiencing like any success um internally um even if you're doing well on the outside like on the inside you're just like is this enough am i enough you know you kind of feel like a fraud or a phony like you're kind of just doubting your own like abilities and just having you know just simply just doubt again doubting yourself being very in 
invalidated of yourself and um you know those people including myself ex- in including including not excluding including myself cuz i've definitely gone through imposter syndrome bro 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 i will break it down after i'm done describing more about imposter syndrome um so i feel like there are um different outlooks um when it comes to having this imposter syndrome you know there's kind of like the the runner chaser i guess it's just like not runner chaser like the chaser just the chaser um it's like you know when you doubt and you just feel like you're not enough in your abilities let's say like in a classroom you know you're in a room full of smart students and you know you feel like you don't fit in you don't feel like you're one of the smart students um so you you kind of just put everyone on that pedestal that is like that imposter that's a version of imposter syndrome um perfectionism is like a huge form of imposter syndrome i would say disagree with me if you think so um but it's just like it has to be perfect you know it has to be this it has to be that it's because of that like imposter syndrome that you have or like that lack mindset which i shall go in depth a little later too um but you know uh definitely having uh that mindset of you know just more it gotta be better anymore 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 that's like you know because like you're just doubting you know it's like it's not enough it won't it won't be enough where it's at right now imposter syndrome man um so those are like some ways uh I'm going to talk about like some of my experiences too when it comes to the types of like uh imposter syndromes like again it's like the, the kind of like the perfectionist you know the micromanaging and then you have the kind of like the, the superwoman and the superman and it really like talks about um you know you going above and beyond because you don't feel like you've earned a title or you know you're doing way more to like earn to to validate external internal validation and you know there is the the kind of like the the kid genius the natural genius um, so that type of imposter syndrome, it's like when you, um, are just naturally talented at something and, you know, when you kind of mess up at that one thing or you have a setback in that one thing, you know, the confidence tumbles, you know, in that kind of like facade, that mask kind of just fades and, you know, you just stay in your comfort zone because, you know, you're, you're a genius in that area. That's, like, 
an imposter, imposter syndrome, you know, because that form of imposter syndrome, you know, you just stick in one area. So, um, and then, uh, the last one, or not the, yes, the last one, because I've mixed some up. <laughs> it's kind of like the person who likes to go like solo dolo, um, that type of imposter syndrome is just like, I can, I can do it on my own, um, I don't need any help, um, you know, firmly believing that, you know, 100% independence, um, because if they ask for help, they'll feel like a phony, you know, they'll, that's when their lack of confidence and the doubts the shade in, it's like the ego death, oh, I, I can do this on my own, and then you don't do it on your own, and you're just like, <laughs> so, those are some types of imposter syndromes, um, and I also want to add on the lack mindset, because I feel like a lack mindset really uh, falls into this category, um, my apologies if this is all over the place, um, this is my thought process, um, of course, you know, with my experience too, and stuff like this, it, it'd be hard to word things, <laughs> because, you know, I've experienced it, but it's like, eh, can I really explain it, um, but yeah, um, and plus we're just getting back into the swing of things, um, it's gonna be all over the place, and that's why, here we are, uh, I'm also crackhead energy. It's like four in the morning while I'm recording this. So we love that. <laughs> um, but lack mindset or poverty mindset. Um, it connects kind of with imposter syndrome because it's just like, you know, you have a lack mindset when you don't, when you think you don't have enough of something or, you know, your lack of something is detrimental to what you want. Um, let's say if you, here we are again, normal things, me talking about love life. So let's say you want to be in a relationship, um, but you know, you're trying to get your bread up and then you might be like, oh, I can't get in a relationship until I get my money up. Um, and you know, you're gonna kind of, like, overwork yourself, and try to keep getting money, and then people are gonna be like, man, why are you in a relationship, you are, you really need to, you, like, will thrive in a relationship, like, you would be, like, whoever gets you would be so lucky, type stuff, but then you're like, I need money, bro, I just, I, I, I don't see myself in a relationship, but I don't have money, you're like, I need a lot of money, you're like, I, I, I don't feel enough without money, you're like, um, that is black mindset, and it's, it's very similar to some of the imposter syndromes that I have brought up. So it is um, very correlated, you know, the lack of mindset um, and the um, imposter syndrome. It is, it is a very tough thing, um, you know, because there are a lot of... Im uh, influences and factors to why this happens, um, your environment, 
Um, again, the people you are around or the type of environment you're around can cause an imposter syndrome or a lack of mindset. You know, seeing a bunch of people who are dressed differently or have different mindsets or are different statuses or maybe different ethnic racial backgrounds and you know those social pressures that kind of like add up and lead to you just having that like mindset like you know because all these people have this i feel outcasted because i don't have that you know and then it's your lack of mindset so now i need to get this so i can fit in and you know now you feel like an imposter because you don't feel like enough and you know it's like and a lot of people need validation or to feel like they belong so that's where an imposter syndrome comes in you know they you know putting on these facades and these masks where they can't belong or they just don't really um they have that fear of being found out or outcasted you know so you know they're trying to fit in or they're trying to you know do something to not feel excluded or feel different or once they feel different or excluded that's where that you know that's where it comes in so you know and you know there are a lot of similarities between imposter syndrome and lack of mindset because um there are a lot a lot of anxiety that comes to it um you know, um, there's a lot, so much self-doubt that comes to having a lack of mindset or imposter syndrome. Um, expectations, you know, you have that fear that you're not going to live up to any expectations. A lot of self-sabotaging or just setting unrealistic expectations. Like, because, you know, I, I am different or I don't have this and everyone has this. I have to get this ASAP when it may take months or years to get that thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, so... Yeah, it's very it's very tough and it's very um scary and daunting to um deal with those type of things. So you know, um it is an eye opening thing. And you know, we're gonna spin the block because I, I wanna talk about my experiences with it too. So again, I shout out, I shout out my friend for bringing this up, um, bro. The past two and a half months, there has been so much imposter syndrome and lack mindset on my end, bro. Man, man, and it's like what I said. It's because of the people I've surrounded myself with. Um, it's the environment. Um, I've been around so many people that have like invalidated me and have made me anxious uh and made me overthink or overwhelmed or have disregarded me or degraded me that you know it's created a lack mindset um it has created um imposter syndrome you know feeling like that fraud or feeling like a phony because i i felt a certain way because i thought a certain way or because i said or did things a certain way you know, I would always hear, oh, you're doing too much, or why are you overthinking, or why are you over uh, reacting, or why are you, you know, it's just over, like, too much, it's just too much, um, when in hindsight, there is no such thing as too much, 
Um, so how I feel or what I say or what I do is totally valid. And, you know, those people that are saying that are just projecting that they're not enough or how they feel like they're not enough for themselves or for anyone. That's another story for another time. But ooh, a little ferocity to that. <laughs> um, that's my pride kicking in. <laughs> well, yeah. So there have been a lot of times where I've had the imposter syndrome of, you know, um, feeling like a phony or not feeling like enough, you know, being the soloist, having to do everything on my own because if I asked for help, it would just be like, what? You know, I'll have that like, why did I need help? You know, I could have done this by myself. Or the perfectionist, um, you know, micromanaging everything, the hyper self-awareness, um, the intellectualizing of my emotions, um, you know, going above and beyond, and that's where the lack of mindset comes in, it's just because, like, you know, oh, I am enough, but I need more, like, huh, I thought you said you were enough, but I need more, it's the lack of mindset, you know, um, that's what I've been dealing with a lot, um, because, again, it's just, it sucks, because there's just certain people that have made me feel that way, that have caused imposter syndrome, and that, you know, have gave me this, or caught, not gave me, caused me to fall into that lack of mindset, because, um, you know, I have insecurities, and people press on those insecurities, and it causes, you know, to feel, me feel, like, devalued, um, like, called out, um, exposed, um, not anymore now, because, or I lie, because I still have those insecurities, or, yeah, because I still at times worry, so, your boy is still learning, um, but, you know, it's just things, it's just things like that, it's just, like, I've been called out for, you know, not being able to drive, I've been called out for, you know, not having a job, I've been called out for, you know, my, my racial, ethnic background, I'm half black, half Filipino, so it's just like, um, you know, I've been, called out, you know, for physical appearance stuff, so it's just like, or just like, again, mindset, or how how I act, or what I say, or what I do, and it causes that imposter syndrome, or it causes that like mindset, because it's just like, you know, once I've been like degraded or belittled, um, you know, I just want to work extra hard to be okay with that, you know? Or to work on that, you feel? Which, you know, I'm glad that it motivates me, but you you want it to motivate you for the right reasons, you feel? So, I've been having the lack mindset or imposter syndrome, um at times, and I will come up with, or not come up, I will let you guys know of solutions after I finish this story, but yeah, it's just like, you know, again, as a recovering people pleaser, um, the words have gotten to me, <laughs> um, especially the insecurities, um, people looking down upon me, 
um, it caused a lot of um, ego death <laughs> and hurt to my pride and, you know, causing that like mindset. And I've been having that mindset a lot recently, especially with like my love life, which is why I brought it up earlier. And it's like, it's a weird balance because I have like the lack mindset or the, the imposter syndrome, but then I'll have like moments of, you know, pure confidence and self-love. This is how the conversation will go. Like I brought it up earlier, it's just like, okay, I, you know, I am fully deserving of love and uh, a girlfriend and, you know, someone, you know, who will, you know, add on to my happiness in life and motivate and inspire me and to bring about so much joy and beauty within, you know, and I'm truly deserving of that and I am enough for anyone. You know, I'm for sure enough. But then that will be like minutes after or, or the next day where I'm just like, ah, um, yeah, I said that I'm ready for a relationship and I'm, you know, well deserving and well like uh, earning of one. But, you know, I still want to work on myself more because, uh, you know, I want to be able to provide for myself so I can provide for someone else. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, if I can't take care of myself, how am I going to take care of someone else? You know, it's like. Or, you know, I need this, or I want this so I can, you know, feel less insecure, you know, or this, you know, and stuff like that, um, because in the lack mindset, it's just like, um, it's very, it's very tough, because I am truly trying to improve upon it, um, especially my lack mindset and the imposter syndrome towards um my insecurities and you know there are days where it's fine you know full acceptance of what is it the concept of innate perfection i would love to talk about that on a different episode because innate perfection is such a beautiful thing um, it's just to summarize it's like you know just seeing the perfections and your imperfections you know, you appreciate who you are for who you are rather than what you, you aren't, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, there are days where I have that innate perfection. Um, and, you know, I'll be like, yeah, I don't have this. I don't have that. But I am working on myself. I am doing a lot. I have done so much for myself and I'm going to continue. And, you know, that's beautiful, you know, I may not be at my peak right now, but for someone who, you know, is coming along for the ride and gets to see me at my peak, they're going to get so much, you know? So it's just like stuff like that. There are days where I have like that, but then there are days where I've had like a reason where I'm just like, I'm so insecure. I'm so insecure. I'm worried about what they'll say. I'm worried about what they'll say. You know? So it's just like, damn. Um, and it's, it's very tough. And again, since I'm working on that inner monologue, there, there are days that I'll have days like that. And then after I'll be like, 
man, I apologize for being hard on myself. I apologize for, you know, truly just highlighting my insecurities um, and being ashamed of what I don't have rather than who I am and what I do have. And, you know, there are going to be people that meet and support me whether I do or don't have those things. So, I want to be around those type of people and again it's like those type of things those type of people that cause them more healthier feelings and you know less of the um, lack of mindset you know you it's growth you know those people you want to be around so it really is um tough because you know, I've I've had that like mindset and imposter syndrome, especially in school. Because um, I'm a biochemistry major, or I, I was, uh, <laughs> and I was surrounded by like people who are 4.0 students, so many internships, so many jobs, acing tests, while I'm like not <laughs> any of that. Um, are not doing any of that. Um, so, you know, on me, of course, you know, what you put in is what, you know, what you're going to get. Um, but still, it's just like seeing all that and it just here, you know, it causes like an imposter syndrome. It's like, how did I even get here in the first place? <laughs> Why am I here? Am I even supposed to be a biochemistry major? <laughs> like, like, what, what, <laughs> you know, like, I graduated, I made it, you know, ah, but, damn, throughout those five years, there were so many times, I'm just like, I don't fit in, <laughs> but that's also the beauty in it, too, is, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't need to fit in, um, but, you know, part of me kind of wish I did more. Just have more of an understanding similar to them. But again, it's just like, again, what you what you put in is what you're going to get. So, simple as that, you know. My lack of effort caused for imposter syndrome and a lack of mindset, you know. So, that would be on me. Um... But for sure, that is just like there is some moments where I was just like, I don't want to do this because it's like I, I don't even, man, <laughs> man. But got through, got through. I get there's there's one pro. There's one pro to um having the imposter syndrome and a lack mindset, like. Again, it's just seeing the beauty in some in those things. Motivation. 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 You know, when you have that like mindset or that imposter syndrome. Um if it's for the right reasonings, of course. Pure intentions. Um then, you know, you'll uh understand better um yourself. 
and you'll be more motivated to achieve those things that you want that you know will maybe get rid of those insecurities or make or get rid of that sense of lack or make you not feel like an imposter you know so i feel like it's a good motivator it is a good motivator if the intentions are pure but if it's just like i need to fit in to fit in or i need to fit in to get approval then it's just like bruh you feel me like it's very very tough and you know you don't really want to have those ill intentions because you know you'll, you'll get exposed at some point if you have the ill intentions um but yeah it's a good motivator good motivator um and definitely because that's how it um was for me you know being around people that are in that are thriving and that are you know doing well or doing the damn thing uh, you know, at first you're like, man, I'm so proud of them. And then second off, you're just like, man, I wish I was like them. You know, and then the sense of lack, the sense of lack comes in. And then now you're motivated because you, you feel like you're lacking. Motivation. And now you have a goal in sight. Kill vibes. Um, so solutions, how to cope. How to deal, um, how to deal with imposter syndrome, you know, um, so, again, it's a form of self-sabotage, so, you know, a good thing is just, like, acknowledging your worth and having that respect and that sense of self, you know, knowing the time and effort that you've put in. And if you stop comparing yourself, okay, you do not want to compare yourself to other people. Um, you know, you don't want to compare yourself to other people or other experiences or what you've seen or what you've heard. You know, being yourself is the best person you can be. And if someone doesn't see that or, like, or someone doesn't like you for you, then they're missing out on an amazing person. Simple. So you don't want, you don't want to compare. Um, you want to have that good sense of self because it's a form of self sabotage. Um, because you know you are enough. Um, you aren't a fraud. You aren't a phony. You know you are. You you are there for the reason you are there. You've made it. You've made it. You know. Of course, you don't want to like push it to the side to the side and ignore. The, those those feelings like if you're feeling that imposter syndrome and that lack mindset okay why do you feel that what has caused that is it your environment is it the people is it certain personalities is it certain fears you know take that time take a step back take that time to pause and to you know be calm cool and collected understand those thoughts and just let go. Let go and not be attached to the lack or to being imposter. Do not let your fears and doubts control who you are, you feel. So you definitely want to, you know, refocus up on those values. And you really want to have that, that growth mindset, 
you know, if you have that lack mindset or if you have that imposter syndrome, you know, be willing to, to learn, to grow, to take up advice and to, you know, make that progress. Also, like I said earlier about myself, inner monologue. You really want to, you know, understand the inner monologue within yourself and, you know, the way we speak to ourselves is very wired from how we were raised and you know we're taking the time to rewire it and to become better as people um but it is very tough because um that's we've grown into that you know we gotta you know you blame our and our family you know our parents and or their, our parents' parents for, you know, how they were raised and how they raised us. But it's our, it is our responsibility to, you know, make those changes. So, you know, also no overthinking. No overthinking. Overthinking is going to be a huge um, uh, factor to having a lack mindset and imposter syndrome. It's happened to me. You know, it just starts off with, you know, seeing the insecurity or the insecurity coming up or and then a scenario plays and then another one another one another one another one bruh it's draining um so you don't want to overthink uh easier said than done overanalyze you don't want to do those things um you know it's valid you know how you feel is valid and you wanting to reassess those things is valid but you know you can only look back for so long (laughs) um be gentle be kind with yourself you know, you don't want to beat yourself up um, for feeling like it's like an imposter or a phony or a fraud or for not having something. Um, again, you've made it here for a reason and everyone goes on their own journey and everyone is on different pathways and different wavelengths. So you really want to be kind to yourself and, you know, practice that mindfulness and, again, have the right people to be around the right environment right people that you can talk to and you know at the end of the day healthy ways to get over certain things and to cope is talking about it so you know talk about it as much as you need to about why you feel that way about what you're doing about how it made you feel or what you're going to do about those feelings you feel so definitely you want to just be kind to yourself, not overthink, talk it out, and, you know, just realign with yourself. Notice what is happening. Notice those feelings. And, you know, next thing you know, um, that lack mindset will slowly fade. You know, you won't feel like the imposter. You won't feel like a fraud because you'll know you'll realize that you are that bitch. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Needed that. I needed that for sure. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. uh, True that. Um, That is imposter syndrome and lack mindset. Um, Of course, uh, I'm not the best at this type of stuff. That's not downplaying. I did I I did a pretty good job with, the, with what I know. Um but 
I'm not a professional, <laughs> of course. Um, so you can always search online or find better resources, more entitled, no, more professional people uh, about these topics and how they work and mechanisms of coping. Um, but yeah, that is imposter syndrome and lack mindset in 40 minutes. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, one last thing, um, I guess to summarize. So again, at the end of the day, um, we all know that you all have put in the time and effort to be who you are and be who you want to be and to showcase yourself to the fullest extent. Um, don't let anyone take that away from you, um, directly or indirectly, you know, um, people are, are going through those same journeys too, that they're putting the time and effort in, um, no need to compare though, um, we're all on our own pathways, our own journeys, and it's a beautiful thing that we're all going through different journeys, but can meet up, uh, along the way, um, and rather than, you know, have this sense of lack or feel like imposters, you know, you know, feel the similarities, feel the love. It's very corny, but it's true. Um, especially if you have those pure intentions, but not everyone has those pure intentions. And that's the tough part about life. So that's where we use discernment and discernment's very important. But at the end of the day, keep doing you truly do. Um, I see you. Now see yourself. <laughs> now see yourself doing the great job. Um, and it's going to be day by day, uh, week by week, month by month, year by year. And what we do, we'll get, we'll all get through it together. And it's, it's all love. Um, so I thank you guys for listening to episode 35. I thank you guys for their patience two and a half months um up and again up and down a lot of tough shit but a lot of beautiful shit too um wouldn't wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> so i thank you guys for everything and you know speaking to you guys about this has really opened my eyes about you know my imposter syndrome and lack mindset and you know again same with y'all day by day i'm gonna take it day by day because you know, I know my worth, and I know that I'm deserving of these good things and the people that I want around my life. So, I will keep improving. I will keep growing. I will keep living in the moment. I will keep loving, because I have no regrets for how I've loved. Um, and at the end of the day, we'll stay true to ourselves. So, I love you guys. Um, episode 35 of the Have and Have podcast. I'm your boy. Share my Hargraves. If you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, want to get to know me more, uh, want to get send ideas, or any critiques too, let me know, and I'll be here. I'll talk to y'all later. Signing out. Bye.